Welcome to the gas station, everybody. Your weekly fill-up for gaming and sports with your host, the Gamer Sutra. If you're on YouTube, shout out to you. If you're on my podcast, shout out to you. Let's sit back, man. Kick your feet up. Enjoy the vibes, man. It's just going to be a good time. Enjoy everything. Bob your head a little bit, man. Let's get into the podcast. Enjoy the vibes. I'll see you in a few minutes. What is going on, everybody from the gas station? Welcome to the podcast. This is your weekly fill-up for gaming and sports. We're back with the Two Dumb Coaches, episode number two. I got my partner in crime with me, Joe, Mr. Automatic Davis. I just threw that nickname in there. I don't even know if he's got a nickname. But uh, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. How about yourself tonight? Uh, I'm hanging out, hanging out. Can't complain. So this is what we're going to talk about today. Did you see the <laughs> the news article? Dude, it was everywhere about the Australian tennis player, Nick, uh, what is it, Krygios or something like that? Nick Krygios? Nick Karagos. That's, that's my role. Karagos, yeah. That's my new role model in life. <laughs> Why? Why? For, for, for the listeners that don't know, this cat is a professional a professional Australian tennis player. <laughs> number one, he got an art. Number one, it was arguments with the fans. Then he just flat out just didn't play. Pretty much tanked a match. I wonder. I wonder if they bet on tennis, dude. I wonder what the over and under was on the sets, <laughs> and how many people lost money on this match. But did you see his post his post match interview when they yes. asked him? About how do you feel about you say I'm unpredictable. The fans know that. So you pay to come see me, you pay. If I play, you I play. If I don't, I don't. So that's basically yeah. fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. It, you know, it's like if you don't want to come watch me play, don't buy the ticket to, to play to watch me. That's but exactly. but I can't but but at the end of the day, you know, the okay. Tennis is different from a team sport, right? Tennis, they're playing for themselves. Um, yeah, they got a coach or whatever, but let's be real. The the money, if he doesn't want a paycheck, why is everybody bitching about it? He has to earn that paycheck. True, it's a slap in the face to the ATP. You know, he's got to act professional. It's a professional tournament. Even the umpire told him, you know, you can't play like that. If This is professional stuff. But how is the umpire going to tell him what he can't do when it's his own paycheck? Okay, I mean, he's, he's not playing for a paycheck because the paycheck is already pretty much set in stone. If he reaches a certain round, he gets a certain paycheck. And it's not a play for a performance. It's a play for appearance, for, 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 for better or worse terms. I mean, so if you make it to a certain round, you automatically get your paycheck, whether you play your best or you don't. I mean, and honestly... I don't have a problem with it. He probably just wasn't feeling it that day, and he just felt it obligated to show up, not to give it 100%. Maybe he couldn't give it 100%. And what he pulled today, I really don't have a problem with because I look at it as, look, take the San Antonio Spurs, for example. Um, You know, they only play teams in the Eastern Conference twice a year, once at home and once on the road. 
And you know, sometimes when they go on another seven-game road trip, Greg Popovich will send his stars home. So you That's right. Fans in Miami that, like last year, they don't get to see Tim Duncan. They don't get to see Manuel Ginobili. They don't get to see Tony Parker. But when the season, when the schedule was first put out, they bought those tickets to see those guys. But nothing is never said of that. So for that simple reason, I give Kerry Goss a pass. And, I mean, we also can tie it into the NFL. Um, week 16, week 17, if you have nothing to play for, your starters, they sit. So, I mean, why punish them? Because it's an individual sport compared to a team sport. Yeah, I think the, the what was it, like 16,500, somewhere around there. I think that shit's crazy. You know, I, I think that's where the general public have the misconception that, oh, I'm buying this ticket. Um, I, I need to see the Stars play. I can remember whenever I went to New York, right, and I went and watched the Knicks play uh, Madison Square Garden. You know, I didn't bitch that Carmelo wasn't there or whoever it may be. You're paying for the NBA game. That you're playing. You're paying for a professional. You're not going to a high school game. You're going to a professional NBA game. You have that because these guys are professional. They're still going to bring their game no matter who what who's on the floor. This dude absolutely tripped me out because he just didn't give a shit. You know, he told the fan, "Do you want to come down and play?" You know, which I think I think what bothers me the most is he doesn't respect the craft, but at the end of the day, it's still his own choice. You know what I mean? I can't say he doesn't respect the craft because we don't know the work he puts in behind the scenes. I mean, all, all we see is, like, game time. So, I, <laughs> right. now, can you imagine if somebody showed up to your job and they just, you got 10 people at your job just fucking with you and... You're basically like, man, fuck it. I don't want to be here. And on our job, we have that choice to just say, fuck it and leave, or we can embarrass them. And that's what I think his point was today was to embarrass the fans. Like, okay, you want to come to my job and fuck with me and bother me? So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going to make you pay for nothing. <laughs> all in all, I respect this dude. Um was blown away whenever I was watching um, the because I, I watched every bit of tape that he had. You know what I mean? Like that 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 everybody had. It was outright hilarious. And you know, at the end of the day, he's right. It, he he's got to perform. If he didn't want to play that day, maybe he should have just called it off or whatever. But I'm not hating the dude for what he did. I think it's absolutely hilarious. To be honest with you, I, I got a question. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is a question for other people or whatever. But, you know, on our jobs, we work nine to fives. We have times where we can call in sick and not really be sick. Who's going to check it? Now, if, Well, if it was, well, don't get me started on that. But anyway, go ahead. Now, if he was to call in and say, I'm injured, I can't play, he mm -hmm. has to go to a doctor and they have to produce some type of injury. Sure. Maybe he didn't want to go through that scrutiny of saying I'm hurt and not going to the doctor because he doesn't have an injury. So that was his way of basically calling in sick. I'm going to show up, <laughs> but I'm not going to perform. Right. And, and, and dude, I'm getting this. Um, I was on, I can't remember what website it was. He had a quote. I guess this is what he said to a fan. 
and I don't know if you saw it, he, he said, if you're so good, this is him, and I quote, if you're so good at giving advice and so good at tennis, why aren't you as good as me? Why aren't you on the tour? Dude, I about fell out. Like, because this dude is not, like, he, he's not sugarcoating anything, and that's what I respect about this dude. He won a couple of tournaments or whatever. Like, he's talented at tennis. Like, I don't really follow tennis. But <laughs> apparently this dude's talented, and he's kind of – would you call it cocky, or what would you call it? Unapologetic. <laughs> there you go. There I mean, you go. He, he is my second favorite male tennis player. My other one is Yale Monfils. When you get a chance, just Google mm -hmm. him. And, right. and you think Nick did pull some stunts? Yale Monfils. I don't think he takes any of his matches serious. I mean, is he, he has from a, France or something? Yeah, he's from France. He has an easy backhand, but he'll jump and try to hit the ball between his legs. He does <laughs> some trade. Um, when you get a chance, just, just look up his matches. You will be like, wow, this guy is ridiculous. But he's the entertainer. But maybe that's what he gets paid to do. So, see, that, that you know, maybe tennis is starting to become the WWE with a racket and a tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But uh, let's just, okay, <laughs> let's get off this subject, man. I want to talk about something. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. <sighs> okay, I'm a fat dude. I'm just going to say it. I don't care. The Penn State kicker, Joey Julius, this dude is like, He's he he's lighting up stat sheets with tackles. He he's probably got more tackles than the middle linebacker at Penn State. But they play Minnesota, right? Jalen Waters. He hits him on a kickoff. He gets ejected. Now, Penn State has this dude listed at 259. Joe, this dude is not 259. You've seen him, right? Yeah, he bought 359. Yeah, he he he's pushing four bills. Okay, now, <laughs> how in the world can the umpire, the referees, for the NCAA after two weeks of Penn State's Joey Julius, aka the big kicker, let me be politically correct, just lays the wood on the returner, so he gets hit, and now they're ejected from the game. Now, true, after the hit, they had like a little scuffle or whatever, right? But they, they, they called him for targeting. Do you not think that Joey Julius was targeting the, the returner from – who was the first team they played? Mich Shit, I can't remember. Uh, Michigan, Michigan was, was the, the second thing. one. Was yeah. it West Virginia? Possibly. I, I, I can't remember, but – you know, my my thing is, is this dude looks like the type of dude you would want on your side in a barroom brawl. Like he 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 just you know, but they got him for targeting. How how is that? I don't understand it. To me, that targeting rule is the most ridiculous rule in football, for the simple fact: if you got a guy running a four four, hell, I'm gonna even slow it down. You got a guy running a four seven. And I'm running a 4-7. If I'm about to hit you and I have my target zone, and within a fraction of a second, you dump, you ball, you ball up, you change the target zone, I can't change that fast. So if That's I right. hit you and I hit you in the head or something and you say I'm targeting, yeah, I was targeting him. I'm trying to make a tackle. What you want me to do? 
if you don't mean to make a tackle, then we need to take off pads and put on flags. And then That's everything right. will be a lot more PC or whatever you want to call it. But the, the well, that's going to be for a different. To- that's going to be for a different topic, and I think that's going to be a good topic for something like this. If we can do like a longer one, because I have a lot to weigh in on that. But what because but you're I'm, right. What I'm saying is, I mean, okay, if you play the average team, the kicker is not trying to make a tackle. This kicker, he's high up on trying to make a tackle. So <laughs> my Literally. job is to block for the returner. He's trying to make a tackle. I'm blocking for the returner. My job is to block him. Now, it's not my fault. I blocked him the first time. He doesn't like the contact because it's something he wasn't looking forward to. So the next time I come, he balls up and falls down. That's not my fault. I don't know. I, I just I, I think it's hilarious. It was Kent State, by the way. He he killed the Kent, the Kent State returner. He he damn near took the head off. Was it Peppers? Was it Peppers no, no, that was returning that kick? No, no, Peppers moved out of the way. Peppers did not try to block. Okay. Okay. So he damn near took the head off of the Michigan returner. Waters comes in uh from 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 Minnesota. He takes the kicker's head off. He gets ejected. The next week, Maryland gets another one on the kicker. They're head hunting this joker. This dude is 5'10. They got him listed at 5'10, 259. He's 5'10", 359. Like, how can you call? He, he, he's, he's a, he's a, I don't, he's an offensive lineman playing kicker. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would understand if he was 5'10", 129. I would understand that. <laughs> Maybe 5'10", 359. That's he's ridiculous. 200 cheeseburgers away from 129. <laughs> Holy he, shit. He, he won Thanksgiving away from 400. <laughs> This dude, like, whenever I first seen this, I think I seen it on Twitter or something like that, and it was just absolutely mind-boggling of how, okay, I saw the first two hits. Like, I was blown away. Then I was actually watching the game uh, against Minnesota whenever that shit took place, and I just, I honestly, like, it floored me. Then I seen the Maryland thing on ESPN, I think, but I just think that these referees, they're trying to save, you know, they're trying to save a kicker that's 359 pounds wearing an extra medium shirt, jersey, number 99, I think, and they got him for targeting. That bothers me because there's so there, there's other many players on the field quarterback wide receiver you know the 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 crack back where the guy intercepts the ball and you know the defenders 20 yards down the field and he gets smoke checked you know what i mean protect those guys not somebody trying to make a tackle exactly. you know what i mean he's okay. he's trying to make a tackle and, and 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 i just think that it's a little bit a little bit crazy and i thought that's what the rule was designed if you're running towards the play to make a play you're legal to be blocked but if the play is 20 30 yards away from you and you're not trying to make a play, then you're off limits. But I guess, I mean, to each his own. All right, man, let's switch lanes a little bit. Let's go to the uh, to the big leagues, man. What do you think about the uh, the major league playoffs so far? Um, I'm a little disappointed. Big Poppy didn't get the swing at his last at-bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm with you. But everything is, is going – 
I guess according to Strip. They're getting who, who, what they want, where they want. Who who you got out of the Blue Jays in, in, uh, in Cleveland? This might be the year of Cleveland, though, man. You know, LeBron got him one. Indians doing well. You know, they start um, – Tomorrow. They actually start tomorrow. So who do you who do you got? I like Joey Bats in five. That dude is unbelievable, man. Just <laughs> everybody hates on him for the bat flip, dude. I respect him, dude. I played baseball for a very long time. That dude's just got swagger, man. Nobody, you know, this dude and I understand the pitcher. You don't want him showing up the pitcher either. But I, me as a hitter and me leading the state of Alabama in, in categories and stuff like that, dude, you got to have that self-confidence about yourself knowing that this dude's not going to beat me, right? Oh, so, oh, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can you press pause for a minute? You said you, no. don't, want, you don't want him showing up the pitcher? No, 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 me, uh, I don't care. I, I, I understand, me. you don't care, but that's that old-fashioned rule, you don't show up the pitcher. Right, it's, right. It's okay for the... If the base is loaded, two outs, and the pitcher strikes out the batter, it's okay for him to walk from the mouth to the dugout, pumping his fencing. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to get to that. So their their mentality is they don't want him showing up the pitcher, but yet they still do it as well. You know what I mean? They're just pissed off because their bat flip is not as sweet as his. You know what I'm saying? This dude at batting practice practices him. Who's the other one? Is it Bryce Harper? Does Bryce Harper do it too? Yep. I think Bryce Hardy, dude, them two cats right there can, can 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 flat out swing the lumber. You know, right now Bryce Harper's playing actually right now. Um, they're tied up one to one. Game five, Nationals and Dodgers. So you're actually thinking the Blue Jays are going to beat the Cleveland? Yes. I think it's going to be a Toronto Chicago World Series. And you know, that's going to. Anything to do with Chicago being in the World Series, I think, would be good. But we still got the Dodgers are good. Um, the Nationals match up well pitching wise. You know what I mean? I think I think right now the just the the the, the playoffs all together, dude. You can't ask for better because you have you know six solid clubs that could actually play in the World Series. You know what I mean? Toronto, they're great. They they overcome some obstacles. They were like 89. They had like almost 90 wins. Cleveland had over 90 wins. But they just have that swagger. You know, all four or five teams right now have a chance to win it. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. Even though I'm a Cubs fan. I mean, Chicago has something that nobody else has, and that's Aroldis Chapman. That dude's nasty. Yeah, I mean, well, I, 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 I tell you, I can't even describe it. I mean, it's it's under, unbelievable. I mean, you don't win a whole game. You're looking at ninety and sometimes seventy five, and you get in the ninth inning where you're tired, you're a little wore down, and now you're looking at one oh three. That looks like <laughs> one fifteen coming at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, and and. and what was it? Game four. Um, it was. Was it game four? No, it was game three. They lost it in the thirteenth. You know, and 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 I. Everybody thought it was over in the ninth in game four. That bot that that top of the ninth for the Cubs, man. That just shows. It goes back to what we were saying about Batista, right? Just that that swagger about yourself. 
you know, we, we played a team, and I'm going to tell you a couple funny stories. We played a team out of t- Tennessee. They were Brentwood, right? And they had this cat that was like throwing 95, 96 miles an hour. He was supposed to be going, you know, I think he went to the University of Tennessee. He had a full ride there. First in, and this dude's popping the mitt. Pow, pow. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's coming. And we smoke-checked him in the first inning. I think we put three or four on the board, and it was over. Like, you know, if you jump on somebody, it's that young, and we were all young, and I think the Cubs have that. They have that young mentality of, dude, I'm just coming out like Javi Baez. Dude, that dude defensively and what he does, you know, you were talking about pumping your fist earlier, right? He does that defensively. He does that offensively. He plays with passion. Me and you both, we're coaches, right? What would you rather have? Would you rather have somebody passionate or somebody that's not? I, I would love the passion. And we, 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 we can't give the Cubs credit without talking about Joe Madden. Joe Madden, oh, yeah. he encourages them to be that way. From right. the, same, the same way he was when he was in Tampa to now in Chicago, he, encur- he makes it fun playing for him. There yeah. you go. Yep. I mean, and I don't even think the – the players look at it as we're playing for him. It's almost to the point to where we're playing with him. He's playing with us from the, th- the things that he does from like their road trips to where you got to dress a certain way. And it's not always this suit and tie. I mean, it, right. he has with it. They're all about number one. They're all about business. Number two, they're all about having fun. And those two things right there, man, make a championship pedigree. And I, I think you're right, man, just the way he, you know, just the way he manages, just the way that this team is put together, you know, from the front office. I mean, you know, I just I feel that um, how do I say it? Like they just enjoy playing with each other. Does that make sense? Like Theo Epstein has put together youth and camaraderie that they just gel right they just want to win and play for each other and you can't get that nowhere else and it, and it goes back to joe madden you what he did with tampa look at tampa dude we live a couple hours south of tampa right these these t- this team how, how many straight years did they go to to, to the playoffs in the al yeah it was a couple of years where they mm-hmm. beat the high price yankees red sox beat all them out Right, and nobody went to the games. And that, you know, and I think that to me that that's what drove people away. Look at the pitching staff that they had put together. You know what I mean? Look at that pitching staff. Now look at the pitching staff for the Cubs. Look how they rotate. Look at, you know, Zobris was a uh, what Zobris was in Tampa, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, yep. so yep. I mean, you know, the 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 way that this cat just just does it and they have fun and you know I enjoyed it man I watched the the champagne party and you know it, you know and Theo Epstein or Epstein had a had a quote something like uh you know hitting before the night doesn't matter or something like that and I just got a little chuckle out of that but dude the playoffs in in, in baseball this year especially like Chapman reminds me of this kid man I was umpiring one time and I'm gonna tell you the story I, I told I was gonna tell you the other day but I told you I was going to wait for the podcast. I was umpiring, right? They had this big kid on the hill. He was a right-hander, even though Chapman's a left-hander. He was just thumping gas, especially at, at the at the 12 and 13 level, right? 
I'm sitting behind the plate, man, and it's just an easy night. I'm yeet, yeet. I'm just sitting them down left and right. And the next thing I know, man, we're we're probably like in the third or fourth inning. You know, we're switching up. I'm sitting there talking to the field umpire. Uh, jo- uh, what was his name? It wasn't Jeremy. It was the other guy. I can't remember his name. But uh, I went and got a sip of Gatorade. I called play ball. We're sitting there. There's a, It's an 0-2 count on this kid. He's probably, I don't know, 11 years old, probably – three foot nine little small little joker he's scared to death i mean this kid grooves a fastball right down the middle and i just yell sit down strike three you know what i mean like loud <laughs> and it really like it didn't register right and and it was the second that was the third out of the inning so i go and i'm sitting there talking to the field umpire and he was like dude you don't know what you just said and i'm like nah man i mean i'm just back here and he was like you just told that little kid to sit down I had to go apologize to this little kid. You know, it really hurt his feelings. So, like, that's my umpire story. And, you know, you know, and, and now that it's baseball time, I get to share that story. It was funny back in the day. So, all right, give me your picks right now. Who you got in the World Series? Uh, World Series, I got <clears throat> Chicago beating Toronto in game six. Because get to celebrate at home. So you're thinking you're thinking Cubs Toronto, right? Yep. Doesn't the American League the American League's got home field, right? Yeah, that's why I sent game well yeah, that's you're why saying I, game six at home. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with you. Game six at home. Game six at home for the Cubs. We break a hundred and eight year streak and uh I think we get it done. Well, I mean I'm hoping for the Cubs. I want the Cubs to end the streak. This is the year of streak enders. Well, tonight's game for the Dodgers and the Nationals, man, the the Dodgers just put three on the board. It's four to one Dodgers right now. So it looks like we're going to L.A. back, you know, we'll, we'll, well, we got home field. So it looks like we got the Dodgers. So Clayton Kershaw on the hill probably starting game one, but I don't really know. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'll beat Madison Baumgartner, so I won't be surprised. Nah. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate y'all swinging by the gas station. Please share it on social media. I appreciate you joining. I hope you liked the episode. Joe, I appreciate it again. Thanks for stopping by, man. No problem, sir. Anytime. All right, we shall do it again. Guys, I appreciate you swinging by the channel. If you're on YouTube, thank you. If you're on SoundCloud or my website, thank you. Be sure to check out my website, www.thegamersutra.com, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace.